Today's scripture reading is 1 Corinthians chapter 2. When I came to you, brothers, I did not come with eloquence or wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness and fear and with much trembling. My message and my preaching were not with persuasive words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith would not rest on men's wisdom, but on God's power. Among the mature, however, we speak a message of wisdom, but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we speak of the mysterious and hidden wisdom of God, which he destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Rather, as it is written, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no heart has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him, but God has revealed it to us by the Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of man except his own spirit within him? So too no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. For we have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. And this is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, expressing spiritual truths in spiritual words. The natural man does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them, because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual man judges all things, but he himself is not subject to anyone's judgment. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. This is God's Word. In this chapter, Paul explained to the Corinthians his approach to ministry. That approach was to rely on the message of Christ, according to verse 2, and the power of God's Spirit, according to verse 4. Verses 14 and 15 described the differences between those who have God's Holy Spirit and those who do not. Unbelievers, those who don't have the Spirit, cannot welcome God's truth because God's truth is spiritual by nature. Now, sometimes verse 14 is interpreted to mean that unbelievers cannot understand the Word of God. But that is not the point of the passage, however. The point of the passage is that an unbeliever is unable to believe, that is, to welcome, to, as verse 14 puts it, accept the things that come from the Spirit of God. Unbelievers may understand every fact of the gospel, or every doctrine of the Christian faith, or they may not. But either way, an unbeliever can only believe God's truth if God's Spirit is within them, if God's Spirit is working on them. This is why our outreach to unbelievers should consist of the pure gospel of Christ rather than persuasive techniques, convincing arguments, or powerful entertainment. Those might bring some genuine conversions, if there is any gospel in them at all, but they will also bring many false professions. Only the Holy Spirit's power can change a person's will so that that person will welcome Jesus Christ and put his or her faith in him. So stick to the gospel message and pray for God to save through his spirit. 
This is the righteous approach to evangelism. Lean on it today if the Lord gives you an opportunity to share the gospel message. And I'll see you next time. May God bless you. Hope you have a great day.